Hello? Cousin Mark? Yes. Is this Cousin Allie? It is. I've missed you. It's been two whole weeks. It has. It's been a fortnight. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, obviously, obviously, we need to open this week's episode with the biggest news, which is that your library card was rejected. Right. I can't think of anything else more important. Nothing pressing that I can think of. (laughs) Not at all. Um, Turns out, uh, do you use the app Libby? I don't, and I know that I should, but I know what it is. Okay, so for our viewers, listeners that don't know, uh, you can connect your library card to this app, and you can take out ebooks and audiobooks. Um, but just as a warning, you can only take out, I think it was six audiobooks a month before they shut off your card. Oh, oh my God. Really? That doesn't seem like that many. It doesn't. And I was returning them early, which I thought I could bypass the system. But they just want to keep me from reading. Oh, my gosh. It's like everything's out to get us. Truly. And this this is the biggest thing to happen in America. We want our books, damn it. <laughs> Limited. Yes. By executive I, order. I want to take, I will be able to take out the entire library if I damn well, please. Yeah, well, you know what? If you think about it, technically, why wouldn't that be a thing? Like, in the past, you were limited because there was only, say, six copies of a certain book. But now, if it's audio... Yeah, I don't quite know how it works. (laughs) But but I will be protesting. Um. (laughs) Oh, my God. We haven't protested in five minutes. We need something needs to be up. <laughs> when when will the people rise up and take what's ours? <laughs> Ooh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I so appreciate your calls to action, Mark. You never rest. You really <laughs> don't. I for one. <laughs> I will. I would protest with you, but I literally cannot stop smiling since yesterday. Truly, it it is a good day to be an American. Oh, and it's it's not been for quite some time, and to see the inauguration ceremony mm-hmm. of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris was. Yes. I mean, I don't even think that I know that I've, like, I don't think I've processed it all. I think it just, in my mind, I was at work the whole day. So I watched it after I got home. Mm. I think it actually during J-Lo's song, um, 
Did she do This Land is Your Land? Yes. Yes. That's when I I started crying. I was like, <gasps> oh my god. I didn't realize how much stress the last four years have put on me. Totally. Totally. And it's just I like, was... a weight has been lifted. Yeah. And, like, we didn't even know how heavy that weight was until, like, one lovely thing after another kept happening. And I was just, like, ugly cry all day. Mm-hmm. Truly. I I did also have a thought. Um, you know how... For... You've seen Disney movies, correct? Correct. So... At the end of the Disney movie, they'll have, like, the grand, like, the couple gets together or whatever, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. the reprise of the final of the title song. I felt like that was Lady Gaga singing the national anthem. Oh, my goodness. She is just priceless. She was so good. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, and she then was so like happy. She really was. And then when JLo performed, it felt like the pop version that they played during the credits. <laughs> Where they get like Demi Lovato to sing one of the songs from the movie. And you're and you're listening to it and you're like, oh, this is that other song. Yeah. <laughs> And then Garth Brooks felt like the reprise of, like, the comic relief song. And you're like, okay. (laughs) I don't even know what I... I mean, I know Garth Brooks, obviously, but I don't know that I was aware that he was going to be singing or that when he started singing, it was him. And I was like, okay, all right, this is... I think that was something for all the moderate Republicans who had voted for Biden. <laughs> That's exact. And it was so sort of glaringly obvious. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we'll throw them a bone. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was like a moderate version of like the, the full on country that it could have been. Yeah. He like still wore the cowboy hat and he, he got everyone to sing along. <laughs> and, somebody, then hu- somebody... <laughs> and then he hugged everyone afterward. <laughs> somebody threw him a 10-gallon hat at the last minute. <laughs> They're like, come on, man. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just like the fashion and the the most, well... I almost wanted to re-watch it. Actually, you played it right because you watched it after it actually happened. Right. Like, I was watching it in real time. And then after, I was like, I want to do that again, knowing that everyone will be fine. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it at Christmas. Um... <laughs> Table read. <laughs> okay. I mean, it really was like as I was watching it, it was like inside me. I felt like this teetering of like t- I felt inside teetering, like watching 
Kamala Harris come down the stairs in those heels. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, we got this. We're going to be fine. You're going to make it down all the stairs without slipping or falling. And then we did. And we, then did. we did. A symbol of America. It was. It really was pretty awesome that they, of course, like I said, in hindsight, knowing that everyone is fine in the end. It was such a majestic sight to see them on the Capitol and like taking back democracy in a way that was like just two weeks ago. It was under siege. Yeah, it's it's crazy that that happened and that within a matter of two weeks, we're back to this. Yes. In a way, it's. I mean, really, it's it's all symbolic gestures in a way, like the taking the oath and all that. I can recognize that it was a great, beautiful, historic event and that we still got a lot of work to do. Yes. But and- at least we have some grounds on which to start doing it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And I think it's going to be like whiplash already, like realizing that we're still in a situation where compromise is almost... Ted Cruz is still around doing... (laughs) (laughs) Doing whatever it is he does. (laughs) Ted Cruz is so vile. Oh, no. He's so vile. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, it was just really nice to see. I really loved seeing the Bidens and, like, all the Bidens. Like, a, ha- a really close, tight-knit family. Mm-hmm. As well as the Harrises. And I was like, oh, they're like our family. They're really tight. Yeah. They're there for each other. Honestly, when I saw... Like, when I first saw Joe and Kamala up there, I was like, oh, our country has a new mom and dad now. <laughs> yes, it's so true. It's so true. I I feel like we had a bad mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Like that. Well, I guess I was thinking more of, like, president and first lady. Yeah, that's true. Like, we had uh, mom and dad. Hated Mike Pence was not a great mom. Mike Pence and like I don't know why it's just setting in but Mike Pence like there's no longer a Mike Pence in the White House yeah like even though the McConnell is still there and all the other slime balls there's no Mike Pence yeah and like for a while there just (laughs) me a gay man was like come on Pence just be president (laughs) Just for a couple of days. That is the Wow. I was like, that's the exact amount of time I want you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I really wish we could get this impeachment conviction locked down. Like, why wouldn't you want this? Like, why wouldn't everybody in Congress want to tell Trump he can never hold office again? I... They say Congress is the opposite of progress, so. 
god. I never heard that, but that that checks out. <laughs> oh, but no, it was a great day overall. It was definitely highlight was um Amanda Gorman. Oh my gosh, yes, definitely. And her words and her delivery of those words was just absolutely everything. Yeah, she was she she went down in history yesterday. Yeah. Yes. You know she has a book. Uh yeah, doesn't she have two I think she had a children's book and then she's coming out with another book. I didn't look into uh, much if I'm being honest. Okay, me neither, but I did see that I did see two interesting things about her. One was that she overcame a speech impediment by watching and singing some songs from Hamilton. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. She had a very difficult time pronouncing R's in words. And there was a song in particular that really helped her with that. And also that, yes, she has a book coming out. You're right. Because what I saw was that you could pre-order her poetry book. She just, she seems cool. I want to be her friend. She does seem cool. Um, Do you know John Baptiste, who is a musician, uh, performs on the Colbert late? show uh i i do not know him i believe he's a musician from new orleans but um he is is tight friends with amanda and they were gonna do some sort of collaboration like musically oh that's and politically and it's just so lovely to see the arts and creative people being honored, you know, like you kind of lost that under authoritarian rule. Like there was no honoring the arts in any way, shape or form. I was going to say, like, when you look at the Confederate flag and then the don't tread on me flag and then the Trump flag, you can really tell the graphic design department of Republicans is just going down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm. I'll feel good making art again. I feel like, as opposed to feeling guilty. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad you said that. Yes, I have felt like paralyzed by guilt. Like, who are you to write a poem when the world is falling apart? Right. And don't don't get me wrong, the world's still falling apart, but we True. we got it in the right hands as far as we know. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. It's like, okay, we put y'all in charge and you know you're in charge, so we're going to let you handle this for a little bit. Yeah. So, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye on them, but we, we will also, it's like quiet reading. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. There is a quietness in my brain. Like I 
I still, I'm still getting used to it. Right. It, like, I'm checking Twitter every hour now at work, and I'm like, okay, nothing's happened. <laughs> right. I guess, I guess we're okay. okay. I think, is this okay? Are we okay? <laughs> Everybody good? <laughs> I know. I had a completely unnatural, like, over response, I think. Like, I love everybody right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I think I've lost my equilibrium of, like, what is, what is, like, a normal thing to fall in love with. Like, I'm like, I'm so in love with Doug M. Right <laughs> the second gentleman, I'm in love with him. I'm in love with Anthony Fauci. I, you know, like I've lost my sense right. of boundaries. I seriously, I was like, everyone at that inauguration, I was like, they're doing the best job ever. Um, yes. Like Amy Club, Amy last name I can't pronounce. Uh, who? Klobuchar. Yes, when she was the MC, I guess of the event. I was like, yeah. she is amazing. I know. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, look at her hair. Look at the mask, the coordination with the outfit. These people are killing it. Oh, say what you will about Democrats, but we do a good inauguration. I mean, how would you not want to be on our side? I don't get it. We have all the fun. I think I do have friends, though, who didn't want to vote for Biden because they supported Bernie. Mm-hmm. Bernie bro? Yes. And I did call a few of them out. But it is interesting where this geopolitical landscape is going. Ooh. Okay, what do you what can you flesh that out a little bit? Like, where are we headed? I think headed towards Bernie. I think the, I guess the Democratic Socialist movement is gaining more traction, as is the far right movement in on the other side of the fence, and I think. We're seeing some division on both sides. I'm afraid to use the term on both sides, but... (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) It's just, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Because already people are complaining about what Biden is doing. I know, and I can't deal with it. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it. I can't handle it. It's too soon. Right. I'm I'm in a similar boat. Do you think you think the same thing? Like I can't I just I can't. Yeah, I'm like give us Trump un, undid so did he did so much damage over 4 years. We're not going to mm. get it right in the first week. No, it's literally been not even 48 hours. Exactly. 
Like, sometimes I think, okay, now I need to discern who just likes to complain. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like, are you just doing it because you can't stop yourself because you need to be on Twitter complaining and picking things apart and scaring the living crap out of us even when things are getting better? Yeah. It's a good point. The fear mongering, if you will. Yeah, the fear mongering. I'm so tired. I'm just tired of that. And I think I just need a little bit of Zen. Well, was I telling you? I just want, I, this is my new moment of Zen. I just want a channel where you can just watch Biden signing things at the Resolute desk. Yes, just signing executive orders, undoing Trump's executive orders. Yeah, like, I just want to see Biden wearing his mask. He doesn't even say anything. He just has a stack of leather <laughs> bound documents and like a stack of pens. And he just signs and moves and signs and moves it across and sign. And like, I'll just watch that for 20 minutes. Yeah, just a live stream of that. Yeah, I'm telling you, I actually... I have all these images saved of him signing things at the desk. <laughs> I just I just have them on my phone. I'm like this this lowers my blood pressure and my anxiety every time I look at it because it in that image is just like Joe Biden. Come on, Jack. I got this. We're going to get there. We're in this together. Yeah. We need a Joe Biden Twitch channel. <laughs> oh yes yes please i have not figured i have not even looked into twitch tell me what this is okay um so twitch is i think it is mostly for video game people and okay so people will play video games and like have a camera on themselves and be able to talk with an audience that's watching and it's all live. Oh. Have you do you have like a Twitch account? Do you do this? I have an account that I don't broadcast on, but rather follow other people. Um oh. so but yeah, some people do like twenty four seven live streams. And it's really wild. And it doesn't have to be video games, but that is the main bulk of it. Okay. This would explain why I don't really know much about it. Because I'm not into the video game. Right. You're not a pro gamer. I'm not. Actually, I'm a really terrible gamer. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You're good at other things. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> I love the era of, like... Mer- Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, and what else? Donkey Kong, maybe? I'm trying to remember like what I had on my original Nintendo. Yeah. It's funny because now all of those games are coming back into circulation. Like, because on the newer consoles, they're like, play all these retro games. Oh my god. I'm retro. That's fantastic. You are. You're back in style. 
See that? I had, okay, so great aunt Rita used to say that to me. She would say, all the fashions come back around. So if it's skinny capri pants this season, it's wide leg pants next season, and then everything comes back around. Oh, that's interesting. I do. Because it's true. You see it all the time. Like, when the... Back in the 2010s, when the 80s were cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, now, everywhere you look is shoulder pads and big poofy sleeves. Yeah. (laughs) And that was me, like, that was when, well, that was uh, 80s, I guess. And then it was like, you wouldn't be caught dead with a shoulder pad. And it's come back. So, if you hang on long enough, you're so out, you're in. (laughs) It's a good philosophy to have. Yeah. Well, you try not to get too hung up on things. Yeah. I like the classic. You know, like, if you dress like Audrey Hepburn, you're always good. That's true. Audrey Hepburn never had any, like, bad... Bad looks. No, never. I don't know if that's true. Don't quote me on that, podcast listeners. <laughs> no. Well, I have a whole book of all of her looks from forever, and she was always perfect. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. You did. So, <laughs> sleep well. Yeah. Speaking of fashion um bernie sanders and his mittens (laughs) so bernie sanders had these mittens on and when he first appeared at the inauguration i was so excited and enthralled by these mittens that on the screen like on my tv screen i just quick grabbed my phone and tried to take a photo Uh uh-huh but it came out all blurry because I didn't catch them in time. And I was like, oh, no, those mittens were great. And now we'll never see them again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized that they were all over everywhere. And and I was very excited. And I saw that um, a school teacher actually made them for him. Yeah, that's awesome. It was so awesome. And I, of course, with every other uh, fashion-conscious American, of course, wanted to get a pair, which now you can't get a pair because... Right. She's only one school teacher. Yeah. She's like, come on, guys. But uh, so now, of course, there's little... (laughs) People are, like, cut and pasting the image of Bernie Sanders sitting crunched in a chair with his little mittens out in front of him <laughs> and they're just putting in all these various scenes and I've seen him like from he was in the he was in like a sex in the city scene and he was <laughs> on the couch with all the friends from the cast of friends it's crazy It it is he's become a meme and <laughs> I couldn't be happier. Um, <laughs> I am so impressed that creativity is back. It is. We 
We finally can make memes again without guilt. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only one, and I will, I will, um, I will tell you that my son, cousin Frank, sent me one. No, I think, I think he did send me one. It was like an image from the. This is horrible. This is just so, but it captures so much of the tragicomic ridiculousness that is our country still. Mm-hmm. It was like the insurrectionists, and it's the image where they were carrying out the podium, but instead it's Bernie Sanders. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's <laughs> because it's that ridiculous guy with the hat with the ball on it and he's like thumbs up and in his arms is Bernie Sanders <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what, what in the actual hell is wrong with any of us that we're doing any of this like we've lost our minds yeah we we need it to cope somehow <laughs> somehow that image is the answer <laughs> because it just like captures I think for me not that I want to like you know unpack this to the nth degree but like I really did burst out laughing at the absurdity and I thought this is this sums up like what our our psyche has been through in the last even just the last couple weeks month it's like trying to cope mentally by laughing at things that are absolutely tragic and horrifying truly yep it's like we don't we don't know what else to do yep we we gotta keep laughing or we'll cry (laughs) seriously i think i like I woke up this morning and I was like, I think I have a sm- like a smile hangover, but also like a crying hangover. Like my face hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just it. Again, I'm still in like disbelief. I'm like, all right, but what's gonna happen next? <laughs> yeah, I point. think it's gonna be. A while for that like sort of paranoia to wear off yeah I think the good thing to come out of all of this is that now the country knows just how big of a threat white supremacy is yeah like I yeah before it wasn't being taken seriously and now that they're attacking their own people. Yeah. It it it's awful it had to come to this, but here here we are. Yeah. Well when I think about the the fact that for so long you couldn't even not not you couldn't, but to say black lives matter right yeah that was nowhere near the mainstream five seven years ago yeah seriously and now whole entire corporations are saying it and it's much more widespread in terms of 
you know, I even know for myself to, to really have understood it and delved into it. A lot of, this is tragic to say, but a lot of what Trump did was to just force all of this to a forefront. Yeah. So thank you, Donald Trump, for showing us how far we need to go as a country. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just like. Yeah. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself, Donald Trump, of course. But (laughs) there it is. There it is. Okay. Yes. But like, you made your point. And now we need to respond. It's like finally a mirror was held up and it was like, okay, truth or dare, like, which side are you on? What do you stand for? What are you willing to stand up for? What are you willing to fight for? Like, I think we, um, we just didn't, uh, I didn't ever feel like I had to fight for this country in terms of I took democracy for granted. Like I didn't think it had anything to do with me. Yeah. It would just always be there. It would just always be there. Like as if you could keep a marriage going without tending to the relationship. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Thanks. I- married so <laughs> i i feel i can speak to this <laughs> i was think i was actually thinking during the inauguration how just as a ceremony it feels almost like a wedding like all right everyone's yeah. walking down the aisle and now you take yes. your vows <laughs> yes totally i really felt like a wedding atmosphere yesterday for sure yeah, it, it's wild. Interesting how much emphasis we just put on events like this. Yeah, I um, did you see any of like the the celebratory stuff in the evening? Like, no, I did not catch any of it. Okay, well, I didn't either. So, <laughs> listeners, if anyone did, <laughs> do let us know. I heard it was really an exciting fireworks display. Ooh, good. I'll have to check it out. So, that's fun. <clears throat> yeah, but even as they were, like, the music they were even playing, it was, like, the announcer was saying, this is the song that's been played ever since Thomas Jefferson was president. And it's just those oh. traditions that keep that keep happening. Yeah, there was a lot of um colonial soldier looking bands. Yeah. In the parade, the little parade there that happened. Yeah. It felt like some of the music was scored by like John Williams or something. Wow. Well, I when they were doing the little drive and they were like, Biden might get out of the car, but he might not. I was like, oh, please don't get out of the car. Please don't get out of the car. 
But he did because Joe Biden is like the the people's guy. Like he likes to be around people. Yeah. And it was clear, like it was so wild to watch the Secret Service agents that were all around them the whole time, like looking every which way. Like I was so hyper attentive to that this time. Yeah, that must have been tricky to watch live. It was. It really was. Like, it was like, yay, oh no, yay, oh no, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad there was so much security now. Yeah. But we know why it's there. Yeah. This has been been quite an election season. My lord. No kidding. I think I think every time we've had uh, every time we've gotten together for our podcast, we're like, well, what a hell of a week it's been. Yeah. This is just a politics podcast now. I mean, it has been like you said earlier, the geopolitical landscape that has dominated my every thought for so long that I'm like, I just want to peel that back a little bit, if at all possible. Like I want to get back to the, the other stuff. There's other stuff to think about. There's other space trash out there. There is. There's so much more space trash to create (laughs) (laughs) and launch. Exactly. Although I think the pandemic, you know, that kind of keeps our options limited, too. Right. That that puts a little bit of a damper in, in a few things. <laughs> yeah, on plans for everything. Hey, did you, um, are you in line for a vaccine at this point? I don't know. So, what happened is I think it was last Friday my work sent out our paychecks as usual and inside the envelope was a note that was that said you can qualify to get the vaccine under statement 1b of something because I technically work with the grocery industry. Okay, so front frontline workers. Right. So I said, "Yes, I accept. I would like the vaccine." And then I handed it in, and I haven't heard anything about it since. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's being filed somewhere. Yeah. Um bureaucracy never fails. So it never fails because they never quite get back to you yeah i i just hope they're not going alphabetically because i'm i'm a t it's towards the labor end oh yeah Mm. Hmm. well i think it sounds like you are light years ahead of me like when I did this little tracker where the New York Times or 
New York Times or the New York? Yeah, the New York Times has like you can punch in your credentials and then it spits out where you are in line for a vaccine. Okay. And where? So you put like your age and then what work you do. Are you a healthcare worker? Are you frontline? Did talk about this a little bit, but did yeah, I'm like way at the end. Okay. Way. You'll be hey, we're saving the best for last. So yeah. Everybody else will be partying together and I'll be sitting around waiting for my bag. <laughs> oh. The I'm so sad. I don't know. I I don't know what the plan is, but Joe Biden has plans and he is going to put them into action and I trust him. So I'm going to give this, what is it? His first hundred days. Oh yeah. Really, really ramp things up. Dr. Fauci, he's just looking so happy and alive and capable. Yep. He can do his job now. Yeah. Poor man's like, it's such a relief to be able to say the truth. Yeah. Now that this virus has spread throughout the country for for a full year. <laughs> My God, right? Now that it's run rampant <laughs> and we we know for a fact what we knew all along, which is Trump never had a plan because he never cared. I think the the impeachment trials are going to start, and then there's going to be a whole bunch more stress. I need a plan. Yep. Um, I don't know if I have a plan for you, but okay, we could start making a list. A oh, a list. Do you make a lot of lists? I've been trying to lately, um, yeah. just as a way to organize my brain thoughts. Okay. And I think it's been helpful because I've realized um, I'm, what, 28 now. So I got out of college six years ago. And I'm beginning to realize, oh, maybe I need some sort of structure in my life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Lists do make you feel that way. Yeah. So... I'm not I'm not a great list maker, but I think I think I should be making more of them. Because I mean, we've checked off how many things on our space trash conversation list. Space trash, the Biden Harris inauguration episode has covered each and every items on our list. I think we're missing one. But the geopolitical landscape, Mark, should, you're making more lists. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to give a shout out. Right. I don't know. Is now the right time during the list discussion? I mean, that's a good <laughs> question. I feel like we should. Yeah, let's cross it off the list now. <laughs> Let's do the shout out so we can check out, check it off our list. And it's such an important shout out to our precious and wonderful and artistically talented listener and friend, Nick Reeves, who is in the UK. Nick. And he's a one, he's a wonderful poet and a wonderful writer. 
and a genuinely hilarious human being. And he said that when he listens to space trash, he is, does paintings. Lord knows what kind of paintings he's turning out, but thank you, Cousin Nick. Uh, Cousin Nick Reeves. I'm going to pull, I'm going to put, um, he's on Insta. He has some of his, his artworks are on Instagram, I believe. Okay. Oh, I should have figured this out before I did the shout out. I'm so embarrassed. That's okay. I think it's Nick Severe. Okay. I will I will give him a follow as as I am not following him yet, but he already He's feels He already feels like a cousin to me, so Yes. Okay. So, on Instagram at Nick Nick underscore severe s-e-v-e-r-e okay we'll we'll check him out and then from there you can click on the link in his bio for his wonderful blog oh i love blogs oh my goodness they're such fun and i know we talked about you joining our wordpress family sometime yes one of these one of these days i'll put it i'll put it on a list Put it on the list of things you have to do, but you have so much to do. You have screenwritings that are going on. I do. Lord, lordy, lordy. I've. <laughs> Apparently, I decided 2021 is going to be my year. <laughs> I think everyone did. Kind of like at the beginning of 2020, everybody was like, this is my year, man. 2020? Yeah. We're st- oh yeah! We got 2020 vision. <laughs> now we're like, well, that was a big waste of time. No, I'm just kidding. We did so much in 2020. We need to be proud of how far we came. Honestly, yes. it doesn't feel like it because, like, at the end, it just kind of felt like we were white knuckling it until mm, basically 24 hours ago. Right, <laughs> but. But we really did a lot of amazing things. I mean, first female VP elected. Yes. And she just swore in two senators from Georgia. I mean. It's amazing. Like. It's it's a work in progress. It is. And it's what we're always going to be. And I think Amanda, our friend Amanda said something like that. How we are. I don't remember the quote. Listen to her say it. It's great. Yes. Cousin Amanda. She nailed it. And you're absolutely right. She did say that. And she echoed what Joe Biden said as well. Like you're, you're, the ideal is the perfection, but you'll never be that. But you're always trying to get closer and closer to it. And I did feel that yesterday, I must say. I really did feel hope and inspiration and a good energy that I have not felt in five years. Yeah, truly. And it's really, it's a good feeling. It is, which is why I just refuse, at least for, I don't know, a week, two weeks, just not 
go down this path of like, and here's what Biden Harris are doing wrong. Yeah, because it is, it is so easy to get back into that slump. Which, uh, I mean, to be fair, it is our privilege that we know we're going to be okay during yeah. the first hundred days or so. Right. You're right. But also for our own mental health and sanity so that we can be prosperous members of this Project America. I think we do need to celebrate the victories. Yes. Because I think we tend to forget That none of this was a given. Like when we were working to elect Joe Biden, we never knew it was in the bag, ever. We never once could count on that. But then once you do it, you tend to be like, you forget that it wasn't always guaranteed. Yeah. You know, and think well, no, don't think about it. <laughs> I was going to say, think about if we didn't have these big wins, but only for a second, only to remind ourselves, like, we toppled a dictator and and he was using everything in his power against us. So when we come together, we do amazing things. Yes, here, here. And I love this idea. I heard this concept. I think maybe it was Stacey Abrams who was speaking to it. That even the reddest states are actually blue. They just don't, That you know, from all the voter suppression and whatnot. Yeah. That's so a- it, makes, it makes you feel like we, we are way stronger than we really even realize. Yeah. I mean, we've won the popular vote for the last four elections. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or was yeah, it five elections? That's right. So, oh, speaking of, I think we should do a little shout out to Hillary Clinton. Like, how classy is she? Yes. She took her loss way better than Trump did. <laughs> I mean, and continued on. Like, she owned her sadness. I remember when she was very sad and she went away for a little bit. And was, you know, really struggling with what happened and dealing with the loss. But man, she came back and was dignified and good humored and good natured and optimistic. And I don't know. I was just really inspired when I saw her yesterday. Like this woman has showed up for America and for women, you know, to to just show you can be a strong woman, woman, you can be go through loss and defeat but you can still keep showing up and be dignified and you know own your space i love that yeah definitely she's she's a hero yeah they all are everyone there yesterday i love them all i'm in love with so many of them it's just oh it was a good day and that's it was it was a normal, like, it was full of normal people who know how to speak well. Yeah. And we we took that for granted. 
for so long. Yes. I think we will not. I think we will never again mm-hmm. take, take that as a given. We better not. We better not. We'll, we'll check in on each other. That's right. Check in on your people. That's such a good point. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. Much, much to reflect on until we meet again. I don't know what's going to happen in the next two weeks, Mark. It yeah. never fails. <laughs> Things <laughs> never fail to materialize. But maybe we'll actually talk about what we intended to at the beginning, which is like creative stuff. But art is politics, right? Yeah. Everything reflects into your art. And in a way, isn't this our art? Yeah, the art of public discourse. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can sell that. <laughs> Shine like a messy bitch. <laughs> and on that note i think we've covered all our stuff i think we've we've um we've done a decent recap of a really big two weeks yeah we we checked off everything on our list iconic stuff happening and as it's happening you don't realize it as much as when you look back and you're like wow that happened those occurrences occurred (laughs) indeed (laughs) all right all right well i'm gonna leave the sign off up to you if you're up to it and um i think this week i think this week season two episode two we are really gonna nail this sign off i'm i really believe it all right in that case here i go Wear a hands, wash a mask, we love you. <laughs> <laughs>